I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love phalanx. The phalanx formation was dominant in the ancient world. A well-organized, regimented army with a wall of shields were difficult to break. Formations of this nature existed as far back as Sumeria in the 25th century BC, and the word phalanx itself comes from Greek. Nonetheless, the phalanx formation is most famous as a tactic of the Roman Empire's armies. Rome's well-oiled war machine marched unstoppably through various so-called barbarians throughout Europe. The Roman Empire shaped much of what would become Britain, stopping only at the southern border of Scotland. The Romans built a wall at this border, Hadrian's Wall. It inspired the wall in George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire. Of course, in those books, the wall is famously a giant one made of ice. In Pokemon's weird fantasy version of Britain, Galar, the wall is in a similar spot to the one in Westeros, and is also made of ice. Seeing Phalanx for the first time in my playthrough of Sword and Shield was very exciting. It looked like a wiggler from the Mario games, and it was marching with that adorable little plod through gaps in the walls. When I engaged the battle and realised this wasn't a big caterpillar, but a squad of adorable soldiers, I loved it. Phalanx is a team of six spherical little fighting types, armoured up with arms like little shields, and a spike on their heads resembling the famous helmets of Roman legionaries or Spartan warriors. The name Phalanx is great, obviously a reference to the Phalanx formation, but rewritten to include the word link, like the link between the individual soldiers. The Japanese name is Tairetsu, which refers more generically to a formation of soldiers. Pokemon Sword tells us, five of them are troopers, and one is the Brass. The Brass's orders are absolute. And Pokemon Shield tells us, the six of them work together as one Pokemon. Teamwork is also their battle strategy, and they constantly change their formation as they fight. Phalanx's battling ability is centered around a brand new signature move, No Retreat. For the cost of locking itself into battle, Phalanx increases every one of its stats by a single level. High risk for high reward, it really speaks to me as a battle strategy. A true Spartan warrior spirit. There are Pokemon based on animals, Pokemon based on myths, Pokemon based on sandcastles. Here is one based on a combat formation and a force of history. The fact that they're also adorable is a bonus. Tension! Sergeant Major Kirby here, to, coming to talk to you about Phalanx, my second favourite Generation 8 Pokemon. Due to coronavirus messing by and everybody else's routine up, I forgot to chime in to talk about Poltergeist. Let's just say for now that it single-handedly disproves anybody who says that inanimate object Pokemon have to be bobbins. Sorry for the tangent. Uh, so yes, Phalanx. Probably chance to cross it 
much like the rest of you did, marching around Route 9 or 10 or whatever it was, looking for all the world like a giant caterpillar, and deciding to wander into battle with it, naively leading with my fire rock-type colossal, very good against bug types, only to find out that here was a fighting type in disguise, made of little Kirby-like units following behind what very much looked like their centurion. I love its design. It catches you completely off guard. Side note, it can use the bug type first impression despite not being a bug type because your first impression of it is as a bug type. Very clever game freak. But more than its design, even more than its design, its special move, no retreat, boosting all of its stats in return for not letting it switch out. But it's the animation, the phalanx popping out to stare defiantly like barbarians facing invading Roman troops. The crashing waves in the background, very reminiscent of naval warfare in early Britain. The flaming torches blew me away. Absolutely, I fell in love with that Pokemon from that moment on and then, well, didn't put it in my team because I already had a Surfetch. But yes, Phalanx, what a design, what a callback to British history, what a Pokemon. Cheerio! Music for Luke Loves Pokemon is by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you like what you hear, and you want to help me be able to keep hosting the podcast online, consider supporting at patreon.com slash lukelovespkmn. If you want to get in touch, find the show on Twitter or Facebook at lukelovespkmn. Next up are Pincurchin and Snom, so share your thoughts on those or any monster. If somehow you're not yet sick of my voice, consider listening to my other podcast, Matt and Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary. It can be found on Twitter at MLSFSPod and is available on all your podcasting apps. If you like monsters, there are episodes on King Kong, Godzilla and Pacific Rim. Be warned though, that show is not as family friendly as this one. I love phalanx. And remember, I love you too. <laughs>